Welcome back to the Black Belt and Thinking podcast. I'm Peter Cronin. In this series, we're going to be looking at application stories. So I'll be interviewing people who have taken the tools or the skills and applied them and sharing their stories with you. Hopefully you'll you know learn something from this, but it's also just really interesting, I think, to, to hear the different ways people are applying things, they're solving problems, they're helping others solve their problems and, and make decisions. So that's what this series is all about. I hope you learn a lot and uh, you get some enjoyment out of it. Just before we jump into this episode, I'm going to translate a little bit of jargon from the course for those of you who you know, haven't done it or don't know the jargon. So we're going to be talking about PRTs, which stands for Prerequisite Tree, and is essentially a, a plan based on prerequisites. So what are all the obstacles we need to overcome? How do we look at those as kind of done statements or intermediate objectives and make a plan out of that? Again, focused on prerequisites. What what must be done before what to make a plan? Uh, the other thing that comes up a little bit is clouds. Clouds is a decision-making tool. You're in a dilemma. Do I do this or do I do that? Um, and you're trying to basically figure out how to get a win-win and get the benefits of, of both the options. So both of those come up in this episode and you can uh, hopefully understand what they mean when they come up now. Okay, so welcome Rhiannon Jenkins, buyer's agent, to our podcast to have a bit of a talk about how she's used um, some of the tools, some of the principles in, in her business as a buyer's agent. So welcome Rhiannon. Thanks, Peter. All right, so we'll start off just uh, if you can give us a little bit of background if uh, the listeners are anything like me, they might not have heard of what a buyer's agent is before. So a little bit about, uh, I suppose, what you do. Yeah, sure. So I'm a property buyer's agent. I help home buyers and investors to purchase property, particularly in Sydney. And I help those buyers from the start. So looking at the research and inspection phase through to evaluating and assessing each individual property they want to put an offer on. And then I manage and do all the negotiation on their behalf or attend auction on their behalf. So it's kind of like a selling agent in reverse where I take care of the whole process for the buyer on their behalf. Yep. Okay. Cool. So obviously you've, uh, you, you did the course. That's uh, <laughs> why you're here. Um, and then I guess there's something that stood out to you that was sort of relevant to, to what you do and how you work with buyers. So could you give us a little background of the situation where you sort of saw that? Yes, I saw a lot of parallels in the decision-making process for buyers uh, and the tools that we've used in the course, mm -hmm. particularly for buyers who are starting out in their property buying process where they are making big decisions up front. So they're deciding uh, which type of property, which location that they want to select and purchase in. Yep. But equally, the whole process of buying. So if they aren't able to work with a buyer's agent, sometimes they have difficulty in understanding the steps they need to take. Yep. So I thought PRT was perfect example of going through the process. And then using a cloud was perfect example of deciding between this or that in their property decisions. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a quite interesting, actually, because um, obviously I mark a lot of people's work or review their work and stuff on the course. And it is interesting how often you see house buying show up. I guess it's one of those things that 
many people do in their lives. Um, and maybe because everybody else does it, people think, oh, well, yeah, how hard can it be? Um, but there's obviously a, <laughs> there's quite a lot that goes into it. Um, yes, I think people, you know, everybody lives in a property, whether they rent or if they own it. So they have some form of exposure to property and purchasing and going through that process. So uh, people might assume that they have the knowledge and the know-how, but once you actually decide to purchase, you know, what what do you do from there? And every single stage, there's a lot of unknowns. So people need a little bit more help when they actually get going and yep. delve into the process. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, as you said, a, a PRT, which uh, for anyone who hasn't done the course is basically a prerequisite plan. So it's, it's a plan, but it focuses on what do we not have yet? What are our prerequisites sort of thing to help you focus on I guess overcoming all the obstacles you need to do to to achieve your goal in this case buying a house. Um, so do, do you want to give us a you know a couple of story of who you used it with, how it sort of worked, what what you did, and what they got out of it? Yeah, so there was a couple of first home buyers who were just looking at the options to begin with and not necessarily wanting to work with a buyer's agent, but just wanting a bit of guidance. Yep. Uh, and I want to be able to help those people as well. So when we break down the components, um, the initial phase is getting a team together and understanding the search process. So I spoke to a buyer to understand, okay, what's the pain points or what worries you about purchasing property? Mm-hmm. What are the obstacles that are in your way currently? Why haven't you purchased? So unpacking those reasons yep. um, because I bring a bit of ob- objectivity to the mm-hmm. scenario and I can actually, where there are sort of blanks to to their understanding, to their process, I can fill some of those in. Um, for example, you know, having a team in place, including a mortgage broker and a conveyancer. So just understanding who the buyer might need to speak to before they get started. So I want to list all those obstacles for the buyer, which we went through that process. Um, and then we sort of, through the PRT, we reverse what those obstacles look like. So I assume that you've, you've done it and you've mm-hmm. made a success out of this, um, all of these obstacles. What does that wording look like? And then when you've got those tiles for each of the success statements, yep. uh, then we would order them in into the plan effectively so we break it down into bite-sized chunks and as i said where there are gaps in their knowledge or you know they need to get from a to c but they're missing b because they don't know what they need to do i can provide some suggestions or tips because of my background and experience to fill in some of those gaps yeah that's quite interesting because obviously the tool like when i use it i i haven't specifically used it in this context but like I suppose I could if I had you know someone on the course and they said, hey, I'm looking at buying a house. Can you help me use the PRT to plan this out? I'd be like, sure. But I can only, like, I, we, we, me and that other person don't know what we don't know, you know? Like, we can only raise the obstacles that are obvious to us, whereas I guess you as an expert using using something like this with a client or, or with, you know, just an interested party, you you know those extra obstacles, you know those those additional things that people might not think of that can actually be added in. Yeah, I think that's um, a real value add, but also just organising it. So I can explain to so a client that works with me, I 
basically take the process off their hands and I do all of these steps for them. And I explain to them what I'm doing through each step. And it is an education process as well. Um, but going through this process, if you're going to simplify it a little bit and, and generalize it, I think this is a good tool to collect all of the thoughts and all of the steps and order them mm-hmm. in a very logical way. And it's a it's a place for buyers to start, you know, and I think that's what the tool is intended, that if you are dealing with a large project or a large decision, you can map it out generally, but then there might be unresolved decisions within your plan as well, and that's where you overlay it with the cloud tool as well and other tools that you can pick out during the course that you learn. Yeah, and something um, that the... Previously, we've talked about that's quite interesting is in the planning phase, people, and this is sort of part of the tool, but obviously part of your sort of expertise as well. Um, it's interesting how late people often put finance. And I've I've seen people in class do that, you know, in, in class sort of do that, where it seems like, oh, well, that's, you know, you only need the finance right before you buy it. But actually thinking properly in the prerequisite order, as you've said, you can't you can't really go ahead with making offers or getting too serious about something until you kind of know how much money you got to work with, right? Yeah, definitely. So that's sort of a product of going through this exercise because there's it's a huge missing link sometimes <laughs> yeah. if people want to jump straight to, okay, well, I'm searching, I'm out and inspecting, now what? But you need to wind that back a bit and make sure that you're ready because... You don't, even if you're an investor, you still don't want to get emotionally attached to properties that you're unable to to move forward on. So this really takes the emotion out. And if you do it early enough, you get all of your steps in order. Uh, and hopefully it's a bit more of an efficient process for the buyer to go through. Yep. And it's also about building confidence. So a lot of the roadblocks that people would have is uh, not confident in negotiation or understanding what I think a property is worth. Yep. So if that's some of your... Um, mental hurdles that you have then we unpack that and work backwards from there so that you're not challenging it as a whole uh, issue but you're breaking it down into bite-sized chunks and the first one you know is to speak to experts in each of the area do some research on comparable sales talk to agents I mean those uh, tasks in isolation are quite simple for people to do so if you put it down on paper usually it's less intimidating as well so it's a good exercise to remove some of that emotion yeah okay yeah just all the the stress of all the things you could potentially do and once you put them in order you can see oh there's only actually two to start with so that's it for now yeah yeah nice right you have um so obviously that was that was a, a the example you were talking about was a first home first home buyer. Um, mm-hmm. and they so they got that plan from you and they, I, I assume bought. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we just went through a few of the those scenarios and then they can take that plan and then they can, I guess, they can draw out more of the steps themselves. They can add to it. They can change it. I guess well, it's a starting platform for us um, to look at those decisions and the huge thing that's in the course is challenging underlying assumptions Mm, so you don't know what you don't know so there's loads of assumptions built into the property buying process 
And this helps you in a non-judgmental way identify what your assumptions are and really test if they're correct or how you can readjust your thinking as well. So I think that's a very helpful tool as well because nobody wants to be told they're not doing it the right way. You want to figure that out for yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and this is a good way to help help buyers in particular. Yeah, see where where their blind spots might be and what their assumptions are. Yeah. Okay. I'm always always interested in that because obviously, as you say, it's a major part of the course. It fascinates me that a that a person or a team or organisation can just believe things are one way for years, and then they just see it on a piece of paper in clear sort of language and they go wait that's not quite right or it doesn't have to be that way so that's quite interesting do you do you have any that that you've taken through people any sort of assumptions that they well i guess what what sort of example i suppose if you've got one of assumptions people make or have made um that either could have gone awry or 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 did (laughs) um yeah we have worked through a, a few sort of examples and assumptions um can't think of anyone in particular right now, but it, it, it's sort of the classic, you know, I assume I have to do this step in order to do that that step. Um, right. I I assume that this is the only way it can be done. Yep. Um, I assume that there are no other options, no other alternatives. I assume this is what I actually want versus <laughs> what I need. So it's those questions apply it to any scenario and if you actually ask yourself those questions and provide some alternative solutions however outlandish they may be you know they might actually work for you some of those (laughs) alternatives which which is surprising because they sound silly sometimes when you write down um these assumptions that you have in alternatives but yeah you sort of have to reserve some judgment and then just work through all of them to see if there are any alternatives that are a better option for you yeah okay yeah i imagine there's people that think they want something and then once they go look at a couple of houses they realize they don't want it or they want something else or or things like that i actually have a couple of examples that i've just found um (laughs) so looking at new versus old properties um, sometimes people assume that you know newer property is going to have a better layout um like assuming things with location i'm gonna i'm gonna find a better location where there are older style properties it's just just these things that you might inherently assume but when you say it out loud do you think is that necessarily true like how can i test these things um yeah okay yeah yeah so it might be somewhere like um obviously this applies to sydney and anyone outside of sydney listening to this not gonna make any sense to but you might say like oh i want to live in marrickville because i want you know a terrace sort of house in in a vibrant culture or something yeah and the assumptions you're making are that there is there are terrace houses yeah um, but there are terrace houses available to purchase that you can find um, you know, you might make an assumption that you can't find that vibrant culture in any other suburb. Yep. So when you say these things out loud, uh, you're just giving yourself the space to really challenge them because then it gives you alternatives because you might go, you know, Newtown, Dulwich Hill, Summerhill actually offer 
a lot of these options as well. Right. Takes the blinders off. It's, yeah. 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 That makes sense. You, you, you know, you went to visit a mate or something that lives somewhere. And you, oh, this is where I want to live. But you don't, again, you don't know what you don't know if you, if you mm -hmm. zero in on that. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks for that. It's uh, really interesting um, how people, you know, just I'm always interested in how people adapt the tools. So it's not necessarily, as I said, like, you know, the, the formal structure of PRT is just listing the obstacles the person knows. Um, but in your case, you can add to that because of the, we don't know what we don't know thing. I guess, is there any, for anybody just looking to use this in their life and their business, you know, outside of property, just in, in general, um, would you have any tips for them, you know, for, for do, sort of doing what you did? Obviously, they can't do exactly what you did, but thinking of the sort of effects rather than actions thing. Well, definitely if people have done the course, we're interested yeah. in it, PRTs, yep. for sure. And do examples of them in your daily life yep. um, because then you can get very clear on all the steps that you need to take. Um, and I think you're just challenging assumptions, you know, um, just yep. just basic things. Any decision that you're making in your day, you know, why why is that the case? Why do you believe that to be true? And just see how how it works and how this exercise can pan out and just write down some of the assumptions you have, write down the alternatives, even if they're very outlandish, as I've said, just give it a go and try it. Yep. It'll it'll broaden your horizons for sure. <laughs> and I guess um, outside of, uh, sorry, even back specifically to property, if people have, have those assumptions, things, what, they can check them with their mortgage brokers or... Obviously yeah, the biggest thing is just to ask questions yeah. um, because you don't know what you don't know. We've said that a few times. So even if you have like a, a question about a particular property, definitely ask the agent, check in with them. But if you're unsure about any element, just even start with your mortgage broker and ask them or start with your conveyancer and, and ask, you know, I have this question about the process. Who do I turn to? Uh, just do your research and talk to as many people as you can to get information. But then once you've got the information, I think, yeah, build the confidence and back yourself to to give it a go. Cool. All right. Well, if anybody's interested in, um, you know, what you've just talked about and they say, oh, I'm actually looking at buying a place and now I'm a bit worried. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know. Uh, where can they find you? How can they reach out to you? Uh, yeah, they can definitely find me on LinkedIn, so Rhiannon Jenkins. Um, I've got an Instagram account as well, Rhiannon Jenkins Buyer's Agent. Cool. You can email me, um, call me, text me, whatever method works. Like we can put a couple of those yeah. in, the, in the show notes sort of thing as well so people can reach out. Yeah, definitely. If there's any questions out there related to property, again, I might know the, not know the answer specifically, but I can at least help people. Uh, in the right direction cool all right well thanks for that and obviously i think everybody knows if they're listening to this where to find us if they, they want to learn these tools like donandthinking.com um but thanks for your time Rhiannon, and uh i hope i hope the listeners got a got some ideas out of this thanks very much thanks bye